Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio. Phasing up from phase one to phase two. Just wanted to say that all you brothers have been a blessing. The ones that came before me, the ones that were with me, and the ones that came after me. First and foremost, I just want to thank God, you know, for being my savior. I want to thank him for life, for love, for perseverance, for forgiveness, for strength, for the blessing of eternal life, a new life sober, a rebirth, and a life of joy and peace because of his grace and his mercy. Thank you, everybody coordinators in phase one the chefs pirate bailey it's been a blessing thank you brothers i love all of you no lord my god when i in awesome wonder consider all the worlds I hands have made And I see the stars And I hear the rolling thunder Thy power throughout The universe displayed Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee and how great thou art How great thou art Then sings my soul My Savior God to thee How great thou art How great thou art Sparing sends him to die. I 
scarce can take it in Dead on the cross And my burden gladly bearing He bled and died To take away my sin Then sings my soul, my Savior we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Luke, chapter 16, verse 19, through chapter 17, verse 10. Here's an overview of what we'll be reading about today. The Pharisees considered wealth to be proof of a person's righteousness. Jesus startled them with this story in which a diseased beggar is rewarded and a rich man is punished. The rich man did not go to hell because of his wealth but because he was selfish, refusing to feed Lazarus, take him in, or care for him. The rich man was hard-hearted in spite of his great blessings. Now, the amount of money we have is not as important as the way we use it. 
What's your attitude toward money and possessions? Do you hoard them selfishly, or do you use them to help others? Well, this Lazarus is merely a character in a story and should not be confused with the Lazarus whom Jesus raised from the dead. Now, Jesus warned about God's wrath for those who offend, abuse, or lead astray the little ones. Jesus warns off any predators who would hurt children in any way. How appropriate such a warning is in this day when corruption enters our homes every day in many television programs or on the Internet. While Christians must guard against physical abuse, they also must be aware of and work against the mental and spiritual corruption that unfiltered TV and unsupervised games and Internet surfing can bring. Jesus' warning envisions an additional group, however. The little ones can be new disciples. Indifference to the training and treatment of new Christians can leave them theologically vulnerable. Make the follow-through care of recent converts and new members a high priority in your church. Now, the disciples we'll read here today are making a request. Uh, It was genuine. They wanted the faith necessary for such radical forgiveness. But Jesus didn't directly answer their question because the amount of faith is not as important as its genuineness. So what is faith? That's complete trust and loyalty to God that results in a willingness to do His will. Faith is not something we use to put on a show for others. It's complete and humble obedience to God's will, readiness to do whatever He calls us to do. The amount of faith isn't as important as the right kind of faith, and that is faith in our all-powerful God. And with that, let's begin our reading here today in the New Testament. April 14th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 16, verse 19, through chapter 17, verse 10. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and his soul went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I'm in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here, and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers and I want to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even if someone rises from the dead. 
One day, Jesus said to his disciples, There will always be temptations to sin, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. So watch yourselves. If another believer sins, rebuke that person. Then, if there is repentance, forgive. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day, and each time turns again and asks forgiveness, you must forgive. The apostles said to the Lord, Show us how to increase our faith. The Lord answered, If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and thrown into the sea, and it would obey you. When a servant comes in from plowing or taking care of sheep, does his master say, Come in and eat with me? No, he says, Prepare my meal, put on your apron, and serve me while I eat. Then you can eat later. And does the master thank the servant for doing what he was told to do? Of course not. In the same way, when you obey me, you should say, We are unworthy servants who have simply done our duty. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down, down in the river to As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, 
Psalm 83, verses 1 through 18. Here's what we're going to be reading about in the Psalms today. There was an alliance against God, and this alliance against Him may refer to the uh, gathering of certain kings to fight against Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. The Psalms' author is called Asaph, but it could be Asaph or one of his descendants. A descendant of Asaph named Jehaziel prophesied victory for Judah in the battle against Jehoshaphat. He exclaimed, The battle is not yours, but God's. God is the Most High, supreme over all the earth. And the enemies of Israel were considered God's enemies. We'll also be reading about the Hagrites. They may have been the descendants of Hagar. The descendants of Lot refers to the Moabites and Ammonites. Sisera was the commander of the army of the oppressive Canaanite king Jabin. He was killed by a woman. Now surrounding Judah were pagan nations that sought Judah's downfall. The writer prayed that God would blow these nations away like tumbleweed until they recognized that the Lord is supreme over all the rulers of the earth. Sometimes we've got to be humbled by adversity before we'll look up and see the Lord. We must be defeated before we can have the ultimate victory. So wouldn't it be easier to seek the Lord in times of prosperity than to wait until His judgment is upon us? Psalm 83, verses 1 through 18. A song, a psalm of Asaph. O God, do not be silent. Do not be deaf. Do not be quiet, O God. Don't you hear the uproar of your enemies? Don't you see that your arrogant enemies are rising up? They devise crafty schemes against your people. They conspire against your precious ones. Come, they say, let us wipe out Israel as a nation. We will destroy the very memory of its existence. Yes, this was their unanimous decision. They signed a treaty as allies against you, these Edomites and Ishmaelites, Moabites and Hagrites, Gibalites, Ammonites, and Amalekites, and people from Philistia and Tyre. Assyria has joined them too, and is allied with the descendants of Lot. Interlude. Do to them as you did to the Midianites, and as you did to Sisera and Jebin at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor, and their decaying corpses fertilized the soil. Let their mighty nobles die as Oreb and Zeb died. Let all their princes die like Zeba and Zalmunna. For they said, Let us seize for our own use these pasture lands of God. O oh my God, scatter them like tumbleweed, like chaff before the wind, as a fire burns a forest, and as a flame sets mountains ablaze. Chase them with your fierce storm. Terrify them with your tempest. Utterly disgrace them, until they submit to your name, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and terrified forever. Let them die in disgrace. Then they will learn that you alone are called the Lord, that you alone are the Most High, supreme over all the earth. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper.
is thunder With a new future to tell For the dry season is over There is a cloud beginning to swell To the skies heavy with blessing Lift your eyes, offer your heart Jesus Christ, open the heavens Now we receive the Spirit of God We receive
because Jesus is alive, Christ is my resurrection, my deliverer, my savior, my gift, my Lord, my love, my passion, my strength, my truth, my way, my light, my right, my fight, my conqueror, my king, master of my existence, my addiction, my peace, my honor, my respect, my life, my heart, my overwhelming emotions, my potion, my devotion, my walk, my faith, my grace, my place that I run to when I'm afraid, my freedom, my hero, my blessing, my correction, my brother, my God, my creator, my flavor, my flair, my breath of air, my journey, my attorney, my all.